Hello America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey Has a Podcast. Since we last spoke, a lot of things have happened. One of those things being I have officially become a motorcycle rider. Yes, me, Corey Easley. Finally, the kid who everybody said, don't get a motorcycle, you'll kill yourself. You'll kill yourself on a motorcycle. Why would all the people that love me try to stop me from doing something that I wanted to do so bad. Maybe because they actually truly do love me. Or maybe, just maybe, they didn't want me to have the most fun that I could possibly have. I mean, come on. Have you ever been on a on a seat that has two wheels attached to it, flying down a New York City street, wind blowing in your hair, uh, bugs flying into your teeth, Fucking sunglasses on, tongue hanging out, you know. Uh, it's great. It's exhilarating. So, yeah, I got a city bike on Sunday and about a week ago, and I have been riding city bikes a lot. And not just a regular city bike. You see, the first time I got on a city bike, I realized that holy shit you actually have to ride this fucking thing and it was a little bit of a workout then i discovered e-bikes aka motorcycles aka not my motorcycle not my bike because i don't have to park the shit um and then worry about somebody stealing it or bring it into my fucking house right it's not really my bike it's the best system that we've ever come up with and i don't really care for politics i don't give a shit about any of that but Whoever was the fucking brilliant person in the government that said, just give these motherfuckers bikes that they don't have to take into their houses. Just these little blue bikes. Um, that guy or girl is a goddamn genius. So shout out to the inventor of the city bike. Now, everybody, welcome to Corey Has a Podcast. This is a podcast that is... Not necessarily where you go to get the most accurate information in the world, but I do like to try to teach people some life lessons, okay? This is what we do. You know, we ask the hard... We, I like to force you to reflect, you know? Ask yourself the hard questions like, what do you wish you had more time to do, right? Or uh, what do people ask for your help with? What makes you smile? Those are the hard questions. And the reason I know that is because I'm on a website that says that these are the hard questions that help you to live your most authentic life. You know, authenticity is free. It's free to be authentic. So how come so many motherfuckers act like it's so goddamn difficult to just be yourself? And I know why. Because we concern ourselves so deeply with what everyone else is going to think about us Um you know, based on whatever decisions we make. So, um, and you know, you don't always have to do that. Now, if you're going to do something insane, like, I don't know, uh, I feel like I can't say crazy shit now. Like how free is our speech, right? Whenever I pause for a second, I just want you all to know I'm about to say something really fucking outrageous. 
and then I uh, pull back and I go, you know what? I don't want to end up on some government watch list. Like I'm a danger to myself and the people around me. So I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to say that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to have somebody knocking on my fucking door. Like, hey, is it true that or hey, come with me? Because I don't think they do it politely. Like, I don't think these motherfuckers show up to your house because you posted a picture. You said uh, something crazy on the Internet, like casually, and you were joking around. You know what I mean? And these motherfuckers don't show up and like are nice. Like, they're not like, hey, man, we're just checking in. Uh, We just want to see if on uh, November 30th at 6 p.m., you said uh, you used the words blow up and building in the same fucking sentence. And I just want to make sure that everything is all right. You know what I mean? Like, you got to be careful. You got to be careful what you say. Um, Rightfully so. People are out here doing wild shit. So anyway... Um, yeah, there's a website that I found these hard questions on. And the funny thing is, I don't find these questions to be super hard. Uh, what was the first one? Um, when do you feel the most like yourself? When do you feel the most like yourself? That's a hard question. Sadly, yes, it is a hard question for a lot of people because it makes you go, oh, I feel the most like myself. Uh, help me out here with this one. And you start looking around. Because you don't really know, right? Isn't it sad that some people just decide that they can't even answer a question like that without acting like the world is watching, right? How do you feel the most like yourself? I'll tell you when I feel the most like myself. You ready? Okay, here it goes. I feel the most like myself when I'm really nerding out on some shit. When I'm just doing an unnecessary amount of research on a thing that doesn't really even matter that much and probably won't come up in conversation anytime soon with anybody that I'm that I interact with. But I feel the most like myself in those moments because I'm like my curious mind is really working and I love finding out new information, but like interesting stuff, you know? interesting shit not like you know people posting stuff on social media about the fact that their dog is wearing a sweater like i don't give a shit about that personally or somebody's dating someone and it's a big deal by the way i just discovered the i just was uh privy to the knowledge (laughs) people have been using this term called a uh a soft launch and a hard launch when in terms of announcing to the world on social media that they're dating someone. And I'd like to personally say, number one, I'm really stoked that it's been like a month and change now that I've been off of Instagram, which is great. But also, it just goes back to the shit that I always say. This is, you know, I tell you what this podcast is for. And I hope that you motherfuckers are out there listening. People who agree with me, I love you guys. You got, yeah, like, we got to stick together. People who understand that social media, although it's a fun place to play and hang out, it's not real, right? It's not real. So, um, there's this thing where it's, um, they say a soft launch and a hard launch that 
a soft launch is announcing that you're dating someone by having like a picture of maybe the back of their head in a photo. And everybody's like, ooh, who's that? But who is everybody? Just your small circle of friends that no one else in the world knows or gives a shit about. But you know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't want to sound like an asshole, but I already, but too late for that, right? So uh, let me go on actually Urban Dictionary because for those of you who don't know, unlike myself, who are really happily, willfully ignorant, Urban Dictionary. Hold on, hold on. So I typed in soft launch on Urban Dictionary. Let's see what happens. You know? And I'm not going to make any dick jokes about somebody having a soft launch. If some, if one of my boys giggling and laughing came up to me and said, huh, you know what a soft launch is? I'd be like, is that when you jerk off with a fucking soft heart on and still produce some cum? <laughs> that's what I would think, right? But because that's because no matter how old... And far into my 30s I get and eventually turn 40, I'm still going to think that shit is kind of funny. Now, let's see. Okay, hold on. A photo preview of a talking stage before it becomes an official relationship on social media, i.e. taking photos of their dinner plate and their hands, half their face or their shoes as to elude there's someone special in your life. Oh, God. You know what? I'm happy I'm not on social media because even if this shit has nothing to do with me, it just annoys me. And that goes to show you that my mental health is not in a place where like I could just be on social media because I shouldn't be getting mad about shit like that. I should just really actually not care. So for me, I have to just avoid it. Look how honest and fucking vulnerable I'm being. I guess a hard launch is when you just post a picture of yourself um, with your hand down their pants at the movie theater. Yeah, that's a hard launch, okay, for both of us. Um, that's going to be a hard launch. Yeah, so I guess, yeah, uh, social media, hard launch, that's a thing I learned this week. Another thing I learned this week is that there's a Band-Aid company, and it's called a, they call Band-Aids Bravery Badges. Which I think is cool for a child, right? Like, I think if a kid, I think if I believe, if it's what I believe those were created for, then it's cool. And if it's not what I believe, then it's wrong and it should burn in hell because I am the Catholic Church. Hello. No, um, if it's what I believe, a bravery badge is like when your kid who's you know, not been hardened by the world yet. It's kind of a pussy. He falls and scrapes his knee, right? And then you put a little bravery badge on him. You say, hey, man, don't be out here crying like a little bitch. Put this fucking Band-Aid on and keep on stepping, right? And the kid doesn't cry. He goes, you know what? I got a bravery badge on. I can't walk around wearing a bravery badge and being a little bitch. But um, that's probably not. that's probably not what it means, you know? It's probably something else. It's probably you're so brave and it's okay to cry, right? Which is also cool, right? You ever cry? When was the last time you cried as a grown-up? I cried kind of recently. I had a full-blown meltdown a couple months ago. Um, real bad, too. 
real bad. Like, I'm talking snot coming out of the nose, fucking not being able to breathe. Some would call it a panic attack, you know? Um, all, all that shit. It feels good. It, it's kind of like you got to let that shit out. You got to get that shit out of you. There's no shame in shedding a few fucking tears when you need to. You know, and I grew up in a place where boys couldn't cry, you know, you or and if you did, you had to hide and do that shit. Motherfuckers couldn't see you or hear you because you could hear somebody crying. You could hear motherfuckers crying under the covers. You could hear a motherfucker crying on the other side of a door. And you're like, yo, man, you crying? In, yo, you crying in there, bro? And then they got to say some tough shit. Yo, get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? To act like these motherfuckers ain't crying. But I get it. I get it. We've all been guilty of it. Um, trying to hide our emotions. I don't hide my motherfucking emotions. I'm an emotional being. I'm emotionally mature. I'm mature enough to tell motherfuckers, yeah, I was just in the bathroom crying. What's up? How's that for a hard launch, you fucking bitch? Anyway, yeah, that's how I act when I'm crying because... I still haven't learned how to deal with the fact that people are going to respect me for being honest about vulnerability, right? We're all working on ourselves, okay? We're all out here doing it. You ever actually uh, slap the taste out of somebody's mouth and do you think it's possible? Do you think it's possible to slap someone so hard across the fucking mouth that they just don't taste anything for a few days? Right? Because my mom used to threaten me like that. She used to be like, and I'll slap the taste out of your fucking mouth. You know? Not, my mom wasn't abusive. You know? She was a disciplinarian. She did a pretty good job because I was scared of her until I got old enough to realize that I was bigger and stronger than her. And I said, now you get in the fucking corner. That's what I said. That's what I said. And then I was the captain now. Okay? Um, no, but yeah. If you can slap taste out of somebody's mouth, what other senses can you take away from them by slapping them real hard? What if when Will Smith slapped the shit out of Chris Rock, he just went blind and deaf at the same time? Although, truth be told, it was kind of a bitch-ass slap. You know what I'm saying? I get it. I get it. Back in the day, a motherfucker would slap the shit out of you, challenge you to a duel, and be like, yo, listen... Pistols at dawn, okay? And then these motherfuckers would shake hands or something, maybe, right? And then they would show up to a place knowing, knowing that they're going somewhere to possibly die. Like there's a 50-50 chance, right? Like you would have a reputation if you've been in a bunch of duels. Because if you've been in a bunch of duels and you're still walking around talking about it, that means that you killed a bunch of motherfuckers, Right? So, uh, I feel like Will Smith should have been like, yo, I challenge you to a fucking duel, right? If you were really tough. And then Chris Rock would have lit his ass up. And everybody would been like, oh, but he has a family. Yeah, well, you should have thought about that before you fucking openly and publicly challenged the man to a duel. That's how they killed Alexander Hamilton. But I tell you what, that was Hamilton's bitch-ass fault. I just pointed my gun to the sky. Hamilton probably didn't sound like my terrible impression of Lin-Manuel Miranda just now. But I tell you what, everybody was 
talking shit, you know, they frame the story to make Aaron Burr look like some kind of, you know, oh, Aaron Burr, he was indecisive. No, Aaron Burr was being careful. He was a black man in America. You know, Aaron Burr was, wasn't black, right? Like, you know, Leslie Odom Jr. is not the real Aaron Burr, right? That's news to me. Um, I keep saying Lamar Odom Jr., but that guy is a different person. Um, yeah, what other senses could you take away? And if you could slap the shit out of somebody and take away their senses, would you use that power? I feel like that's like, what if you only got three in a lifetime, right? To actually slap the senses away from a person. What sense would you pick? You can only pick one. That's a question for you. What sense would you pick? And, um, you know, who would it be? You got to space them out, right? You never know what's going to happen. Wouldn't you be pissed though if you were on your deathbed and you didn't waste like your final slap? Would you like wait for somebody to walk into the room and slap the shit out of them? If you were strong enough to do it, if you weren't dying of something that makes you so fucking weak that you can't even lift your arm up. Jesus Christ, getting old is scary, huh? Your body just starts going, nope, not doing that anymore. You know, you're a guy, your dick just stops working, right? Do you fucking, you just, at that point, it's like, well, what the fuck is the point of anything, right? And I don't think, uh, you know, one of my favorite scenes from... It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia was when um, uh, this guy, he was in a fucking, he was in an accident. God, what's the guy's name? Jesus Christ. Not not Rob Michelinie's character, the other guy, the fucking, the brother. The, hold on. It's. Dennis, Dennis, Dennis is in a full body cast in the hospital and, they, and he finally comes to and he's like, does my dick still work? That was his first question. And I'm not going to lie. I thought I would wonder. That's the, probably the first fucking thing I would wonder. Um, just being in that position, you know what I mean? Being in that position. So back to the city bike thing. So I, I really have been cruising around on these electric bicycles. Um. All through the city, all through the town. Shout out to listen up and fucking listen, Gary Denoya, um, aka Philly Mark, king of the Philly dub. Check them out. They're on Spotify and Apple and all the places. They're on YouTube too. They actually have live YouTube videos. Check out their YouTube page. And cousin Cody, um, him and him and his cousin Cody. They're great, but they were talking about the wheels on the bus go round and round the song um, on their on their podcast. And also, shout out to my friend Rocky, too. Uh, I've been catching up on her shit, too. I got a lot of friends that are doing dope shit still, and I'm happy about it. Um, I'm kind of like really, really engulfed in my lifestyle at the moment. I got a powerlifting competition coming up, and... Um, I'm looking forward to that, but that's that's soon. That's uh that's coming. I'll I'll I'll, I'll talk about that more as it gets closer. But I basically I just got to show up somewhere, do something strong, eat some shit, and then leave. That's what I'm gonna. That's my plan anyway. 
Um, but yeah, so the city bike. So I've been riding around on these city bikes, and they're, they're fucking clutch. They got, you could dock them anywhere. You could pick one up. Not anywhere. I mean, they have, there has to be a dock for them. But like, they're, le- they're legitimately all over the city. Um, they're super convenient. Uh, if you don't know how to ride a bike and you're an adult, you know, this would be a good time. What are you going to do? You know when those movies, like when the apocalypse happens and you just see all these cars in the middle of the fucking street just like abandoned and all this and you see traffic and you see people just getting out of their cars, zombies or whatever the fuck it is, Godzilla is coming or there's a tsunami or fucking day after tomorrow, like whatever it is, you can still get around on a bike. You ain't driving no fucking car unless you're like in the middle of the country. And then, again, where are you going? To a coast? I never understood that. These motherfuckers in these apocalyptic situations in these movies, they would be somewhere trying to get somewhere else. And every time they got there, there was, there was devastation and destruction there still. And then there was like a small little community where some people were safe. That's the worst uh, happily ever after ending. That's worse than a fucking, you know, they say, oh, the fairy tale ending and they don't show what happens afterwards. They don't show what happens afterwards in those movies either. I'll tell you what happens afterwards. They run out of food. People start killing each other. They find out that across the fucking pond in Europe, the same thing is happening. So the world is over. That's why I don't look up. Did it such a fucking... They did it the best. These guys went to another planet. Found some crazy bird looking dinosaur type animals. And they just killed... They just started killing us. Like, oh, we could live here. And then we get there and then boom. Dead. You know? What I'm trying to say is... If the apocalypse started happening right now, are there things that you would go, man, I never actually started doing that thing I wanted to do, and now there's there's actually no time. And at some point, you had all the time in the world. Listen, give yourself time to do the things you want to do and do the things you love and stop Worrying about what other people are going to think about you deciding to do what you want to do for yourself. Give yourself some time. Give yourself some grace. Take care of yourself. Take care of the people you love. And next time you get an opportunity to challenge somebody to a duel. All right, everybody. Have a great day. Later.